Hey everyone, Dave Hagan here. How are we doing? No, really, as a country, how are we doing? That's today on the Financial Wellness Podcast. Welcome to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to the financial success. Here is your host, financial problem solver and talk show host, Dave Hagan. Hey, Nick. Well, here we are again. We're coming to you from Uncle Studios in beautiful downtown Van Nuys. I've got uh, Brian Reed here with me today. Welcome, Brian. How's it going? Good, good. Always good to have Brian here to kind of keep me on the straight and narrow and ask those uh, interesting and pithy questions. (laughs) You said pithy. Pithy. There we go. So several episodes ago, I asked, how you doing? We were focusing on how were you doing with your financial progress. But today I want to talk about how are we doing? That is, as a country, how are we doing? Turns out, maybe not so good. So I'm going through the paper and I come across this article on the financial condition of individuals in the United States. And the article refers to the U.S. Financial Health Pulse Survey released by the Center for Financial Services Innovation, the CFSI. Sounds kind of interesting, right? So what is this all about? Well, I go to the website and there's a press release. Press release says that the surveys conducted on an annual basis. The U.S. Financial Health Pulse will provide recurring insights into the changing nature of financial health of people in America, specifically how individuals spend, save, and plan, and will track those financial health measures over time. While many financial economic indicators such as employment and consumer spending data suggest consumers are doing well financially, the individual financial behaviors and household-level data documented in this initial report depict a more sobering reality. Okay, so now I'm, now I'm really interested in this. And then the next thing I do is I think, you know, well, who's saying this? You know Brian and me. We, we always talk about who's saying this and why are they saying this to me because you've really got to understand what their motivation is. What are they trying to get us to say or think? I always tell my kids when on the internet, the most important question is, what's the source? So the website says the Center for Financial Services Innovation, the CFSI, is the nation's authority on consumer financial health, so they're, they're modest, uh, in partnership with the Odomar Network, MetLife Foundation, and ARP. Okay. The study is conducted in partnership with the University of Southern California, Dorms Life Center for Economic and Social Research. Okay, I get all that, but that doesn't tell me too much. What they say in the movie, um, All the President's Men Follow the Money. So, all right, who funds it? Well, the website says it's funded by the Ford Foundation, ARP, Alliant Foundation, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. I'm liking this already. The Schwab Foundation but also Visa, City, and Capital One. Okay, so the funding is like, mostly good. I wonder about the corporation's motivation, but you know, it is against their interest to get this information out. I'm talking Visa and City and and Cap One. So, okay, so let's listen to it. So I start looking at this survey, and the survey is based upon about 5,000 responses uh, and other financial information that they've kind of mixed in. So that looks pretty good. So I'm thinking, 
All right. All right. I like the source. I like the, the funding. Let's, let's hear what they have to say. So check it out. Some of the key findings show, and this is going to surprise you, only 28% of the people in America are considered financially healthy, meaning that they're in control of their spending, are saving money, and don't have too much debt, and are planning for the unforeseen. 28%. The next group, which is more than half of the respondents, or about 55%, are struggling with some but not all financial aspects of their financial health. They call these people that are financially coping. And then the smallest group, but still a significant share, 17% of the people in America, are struggling with most aspects of their financial health. They call them the financially vulnerable. So the question then becomes to all our listeners, where are you on this spectrum? Are you in the top group, the middle group, lower group? I'm hoping that most of our listeners are in the 28%, that you're at the top. If you're a regular listener to our podcast, chances are you probably are. Every week you've got us coming into your head, 20, 25 minutes, 30 minutes, and we're talking about financial success, financial wellness, and if a little bit of this sticks, chances are you're in that group. But the vast majority of the people out there, over 75% of Americans, according to this study, are hurting. Spread the word about our podcast, for goodness sakes. Now, there's additional findings from this report, um, and they're kind of interesting as well. It, they found that nearly half of America, 47%, spend more than or equal to their income in the last 12 months. Now, this is the whole thesis of our five steps to financial success, right? If you go back to the very beginning, episodes, uh, what, one through seven or eight, these are the kinds of things that we're talking about. We talk about doing five things to secure your financial freedom. Create a gap. Take that money. Invest that money. Feel more secure. Nearly half of the people in the United States aren't doing this. Congratulations if you're listening today. They also found that a more than third of all the people in America, about 36%, are unable to pay all their bills on time. That's a scary thought. A lot of people carrying around a big old stone on their back, and that's tough. Here's another one. Nearly 10% of Americans have less than one week's worth of expenses saved. A lot of people living on the edge of a razor blade, just living at the top of that wall waiting to fall off. And then they found that nearly a third of Americans, about 30%, say that they have more debt than is manageable. Now, I don't know about all you out there, but you know, I listen to statistics like this and um, a couple of things. One, it, you know, it just gives me some, some pressure on my chest thinking about all the people that are out there that are just making it work, just barely living paycheck to paycheck, um, you know, with more debt than they can handle, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the second thing that I think about is, you know, all the people that are, you know, pushing towards the top, hopefully people that are listening to our podcast, people that tell people about our podcast, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, that group of folks is, is rising to the top and getting better. But um, the sad but true fact is, at least according to this report, most Americans are out there uh, hurting pretty bad. And, and that's too bad. And I, and I worry about those folks. So the next question, I guess, is are we getting any better or are we getting any worse? Now, we don't know because this is the first annual survey. Um, you know, there is a survey that the Fed does every year, and 
um, the results come out. Now, that's that's sponsored by a quasi-governmental entity. And one of the things that they always talk about is, you know, the majority of the people out there don't have the ability to even pay for an unexpected uh, $400 car repair bill. Uh, I mean, that's the takeaway. That's what the press likes to uh, publish and, and move through the media uh, every year. But um, we really don't know where this report or where these statistics are going to sit because we don't have successive years. They're going to do this every year. Um, Stay tuned because when this comes out next year, we're going to talk to you about that, let you know what the numbers are, and that way we can compare it uh, year to year and see whether, you know, as a society, as a country, we're getting um, any better or um, any worse. So what's the takeaway on something like this? Well, I'm I think first the the unemployment rate is 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 low and the economy is really pretty good and yet there's still a world of hurt out there. The economy's recovered in large part in so many segments, but there are other segments of our society that are hurting. You know, there's there's still a world of hurt out there. So, um, you know, that's really a problem it seems to me. Uh, secondly. You know, our listeners are probably part of the upper portion of this uh, spectrum, the upper 28%. Um, some of our listeners are working towards that. Some of our listeners are already at the top of that. So uh, so many times we don't take the time to pat ourselves on the back or listen to the good stuff. And if you're somewhere in that 28% or approaching that 28%, uh, good work. I mean, I, I think that you should pat yourself on the back and appreciate that. you got a plan. You're working your plan. You're going to be where you want to be. You're listening to uh, and employing some of the tools that that we've uh, given people over the last, uh, I don't know, year or so. So um, good for you. Good work. Um, Third, mm, takeaway, uh, the problems that people are experiencing out there are the kind of problems that we've been talking about for uh, for some time. You know, the, the survey talks about people not having any gap between their income and their expenses. And we've been talking about that from the very, very beginning. So not enough people are listening to the podcast. So pass the <laughs> word around, right? I didn't think that the survey was going to turn into a, a, you know, like an advertisement for the podcast. I was just fascinated by what the statistical results of the study were. And it, and it turns out that, um, you know, the results of this study can be dramatically changed if more and more people uh, follow some of the very simple kinds of advice that, that we've been talking about. So pass the word. This is Dave Hagan. And you've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast. You've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to financial success. If you have a question that you would like Dave to answer on the podcast, go to thefinancialwellnesspodcast.com. You can leave an audio message with one click of a button or type your message into the question box. Either way, it's sent right to Dave's phone. As an additional bonus, each month, Dave will randomly draw from the submitted questions and pick the winner of a free one-hour personal conversation with Dave to help you achieve your financial goals. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you receive the new episode notifications. Let's listen in now as Dave answers some emails. All right, we've got some emails. Brian, what do you got? Um, we've got one here from Mike and it's a little, uh, open ended, but, um, I'm actually kind of curious to hear your thoughts on this one as well. Um, simple enough. I want to start a business. Any thoughts? 
Hmm, that is kind of wide open, isn't it? Well, let me see. I could do a whole podcast on this. I mean, there's so many things that uh, that you could talk about, but a couple ideas just off the off the top of my head. Um, you know, first and foremost, Mike, do something that you love. I mean, get up in the morning and be psyched about it. If it's not something that you're psyched about, don't do it. If um, you know, if, if if you're starting a business that you're going, well, it's money. I mean, don't do it. I mean, maybe if it's like a whole boatload of money, maybe, but, <laughs> but if it's just if it's just money or if it's the same thing as anything else, you know, why do it? Um, I know a guy who um, has got a machine shop and and, um, you know, he works on parts for uh, racing engines and he doesn't have to work anymore, but he loves to go to work. He loves to work in the shop and, and do these kinds of things. And, you know, people call him with all sorts of advice and da 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 And he's got blueprints all over the wall. He loves this stuff. And if someone said, hey, Bill, guess what? You won the lottery. You could do whatever you want for the rest of your life. What are you going to do today? And he go, well, I think I'm going to go into the shop. I'm working on this thing. And da 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 You know, if you love what you do, you don't have to work. And uh, so the first and foremost, do, do something that you do something that you love. Um, secondly, uh, do something that makes a difference. You know, I mean, if I mean, I guess if a boatload of money is the difference in your life, okay, that would be okay. But uh, you know, the world's full of Chotskys and burger stores and whatever, whatever. Do something that makes a difference. Um, you know, Steve Jobs used to say, "Hey." Let's go make a, a put a dent in the universe. I'm, I love that thought. Or, you know, he said to the, um, um, the guy from Coca-Cola who he was trying to get uh, come and help him run Apple in the early days. He says, um, you know, do, do you want to sell sugar water the rest of your life or do you want to make a dent in the universe? And I think that that's kind of cool. It showed that, you know, they, they had bought into a vision. They had bought into something that they wanted to do. Now, ultimately, it didn't work out. It looked like there were two super A personalities that, that conflicted. But um, I kind of like that. I think that that's, uh, that that's kind of cool. That's not a necessity, but I think it's sure a lot easier to, to wake up in the morning, get out of bed and go, wow, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the next step. Another thought would be do some research on the, on the market that you want to get into and the costs and, um, you know, what it's going to cost to put your service or product out there. Um, make sure that your, your, your product or your service is somehow different or unique or that you're going to deliver it in some different or unique way. Otherwise, you know, why open up another burger store? You know, there, there's a lot of businesses that open that are just the same as everything else. And it's like, well, why? Why do that? What is your compelling argument and you should have that compelling argument, what your business is about, in, in one sentence. If someone says, well, what, you know, you're in an elevator and someone turns to you and says, what's so different about your business? You should have that or know that right off the top of your head. Um, it seems to me that you got to know a lot about that. You also got to know a lot about the capital that you're going to need to get this thing up and running. Finally, um, try to start it part-time. You know, don't don't burn the boat so that you can't go back uh, once you land on shore. Try something part time. Limit your risk a little bit. See if it's the kind of business that you can do a little part time and then ramp it up. Um, you know, and, and if you got to give up your 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 old business, or your old job, or your old career, um, even if it's something that you like, you look back kind of longingly and say, well, I really don't want to give it up. But man, I'm, I'm going to something that that's way, way better, you know. Um, but those are, those are kind of my thoughts. What about you, Brian? I mean, you've, you've started or been involved in a number of businesses. You, you, you know, you've had a business that was software related. You had a, 
uh, an improv store even back in the day. Back in the day. Um, be funny. Be funny now. <laughs> That's Yeah, that, that was the uh, people used to talk to us after the shows. And they were expecting us to be, you know, funny. Now we were, but it was that would be like me walking up to you and go practice law right. now, right now. <laughs> That's right. Do it now. That's right. Um, no, I was thinking about what you were saying then, and do something you love, but at the same time, I would say, you know, think about what that business is going to afford you. Is it the freedom that you truly love, and is doing something on a day in, day out basis? Um, gets you more flexibility, more time, then perhaps it's your freedom that you value the most. And therefore you're willing to operate a business that's maybe not, you know, thrilling you on a day in, day out basis, but you have your time. Good point. And that makes up for not, you know, being 100% in love with whatever widget you're making or service you are providing. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of different uh, things to consider. And I think that, you know, at least for me, the time element is one of them. Yep. I remember back in the day, I was talking to a guy. He didn't have his own business, but he worked for the, like, the county health department. And he had to do some things that were, you know, probably less than pleasant as part of his job. Uh, But I remember he said, hey, I'm home every day by one. (laughs) And I thought, okay, if that floats your boat, I I guess that's a legitimate deal. And the same thing would be true for a business. I mean, if that's what's really important to you. Yeah, if it's a means to an end and you enjoy the end, right? perfect. Now Keep it, going with it. If it allows you the time to get your guitar and come down here to Uncle Studios and, <laughs> and you know, record some songs and stuff, boy, was that a plug for Uncle or what? <laughs> but, I, you know, I think that's an important too. I thought about that. I think that's a, you know, that's a very important issue. Good point. Good point. You know, that's all the time that we're going to have today. Um Next week, tune in. We've got a very special guest coming in, a a bankruptcy attorney, a friend of mine. He's going to talk to us a little bit about what's going on in the bankruptcy community. Uh, This will be the first time that we've really uh, uh, had an in-studio guest or... Guest speaker. Yeah, guest speaker or celebrity. um, Celebrity, he'll say celebrity if we ask him, (laughs) right? But uh, someone that we can really grill about some of these issues. And uh, I think it's going to be fascinating stuff. So tune in next week uh, for our first guest speaker. This is Dave Hagan, and you've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast. You've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to financial success. If you have a question that you would like Dave to answer on the podcast, go to thefinancialwellnesspodcast.com. You can leave an audio message with one click of a button or type your message into the question box. Either way, it's sent right to Dave's phone. Remember, Dave will randomly draw from the submitted questions and pick the winner of a free one-hour personal conversation with Dave to help you achieve your financial goals. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you receive the new episode notifications or share the podcast via the app with your family and friends. This is your announcer, Nick Appel, wishing you every financial success.